Mic check one. What's up, Apple Top? What's going on, Stacy Stace? Nada. We we're gonna sh- attempt to do this another time. We're we're we are sending vibes out to the audio gods to please let us be successful in this uh, new journey. Because Lord Jesus. <laughs> uh yep that's that's very very true hopefully this time um i won't laugh at your jokes before you tell them (laughs) okay so you know uh for our listening audience we have been on this journey since october and it's been way more of a struggle for stacy than it has been for me (laughs) i'm gonna you know because she runs everything she controls everything the only thing i do is I'm just here, you know, so she has to do all the technical and the, all, all those, like the editing and she has to do all that stuff, learn the platforms. I don't know any of that stuff. So, but our audio for the last, like maybe couple of podcasts have been so bad. And I was just like, oh my God, like we can't continue to be so, we can't be crappy. Like we just can't continue to be like this, you know? So we're just trying to find different journeys that we could do to figure out how we can get at least back to the the quality that I feel like we started with, you know? And so um, we're trying this today and hopefully maybe this will get us back at least to where we were, you know? That is my hope. And for anybody that uh, may not realize this, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I I have never learned this stuff. I don't have anybody to show me anything. And I've, I've told AT this so many times. I'm like, if I could just have somebody sit with me for, you know, a half an hour, I, I could get it. But I need somebody to sit down and show me, like, I'm not very good at, at watching, like, a tutorial and then picking it up. Like, I need someone to sit with me and be like, hey, this is how you do it. And this is why you do it this way. And then I'll get it. Right. Um, so... I, we keep trying all these different things. I've reached out to different people and said, Hey, could you help me? Could you tell me like, what can we do differently? Because it seems that the audio is hit or miss. Some days it's fine and it sounds good. And then other days it sounds like absolute shit. And then like our last uh, episode where we covered the tiger King, the audio um, we didn't even know was messed up. And it started um, like I, my audio came in about a second or two before your audio did and so I was laughing at all of your jokes before you said them. <laughs> and it's just, it's ridiculous. We've tried so, so, so many things. We've tried uh, different um, podcast hosting services. We've tried Skype. We've tried um, Zencaster, Ringer, like all these different things. But if you never looked this stuff up, probably you couldn't care less. But if you have or you've used it, um, you might understand it a little bit more. And we've tried new ones that are out, like new things where it would take our audio and it would um, like type it all out for us. Like everything we spoke, it would turn into like a Word document. And all you were supposed to have to do was to edit that document. But even that wasn't working. And again, this is on me too, because I don't know how to use any of this stuff and I can't get like enough. uh, uh, I can't get anybody to show me how to do it. I mean, right now we're social distancing, so obviously I wouldn't, but even before that, before all of this pandemic had come about, I still couldn't get anybody that would be like, Oh yeah, I do that. Let me sit with you or let me get on, you know, Skype with you or whatever and show you how to do this. And that is what I need so bad. Anybody listening. (laughs) 
you know, as popular as podcasting is, it's also not that popular because you can say podcasting to the, it has, to me, I feel like it has to be a certain person. I don't know. And maybe, maybe that's false, but you can say podcasting somebody and they'll be like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, you, you don't listen to any podcasts? Like, what is that? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, it's true that I feel like a lot of people have heard the word, but they don't know what it is. Like, I don't know how many people have said to me, oh yeah, I need to watch your podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck, buddy. (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 you don't watch it. You just listen to it. They're like, oh, well, I don't know how to do any of that technical stuff. Like, oh, neither do I, which is why it sounds like this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me tell you this you know how they say like um it's just the little things mm-hmm. okay so every almost every morning I would say there's very rarely do I ever go a morning without having hot tea and cream that's my thing I love it mm-hmm. well I can't just have all hot the whole time like sometimes I just like to sneak a little cool in there and so I'll I'll pour me either a glass of ice water or apple juice well here lately I've been drinking apple juice and I had apple juice in the refrigerator every time it's in there my daughter loves it she just will she doesn't care about anybody else she doesn't care about anything she will just drink the whole fucking container and it's like you know do it like either survival of the fittest if you either you get a glass or you don't you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my son, he has his own, his own place, him and his girlfriend. So they'll come over and they'll visit, you know, sometime during the week. And when they do, they come, they'll bring their food or their drinks or whatever that they, you know, cause whatever they eat, we don't and vice versa. So they bring their stuff and sometimes they end up leaving it, you know, so I have random stuff in the refrigerator. Well, today I went to go pour me a glass of apple juice this morning and Kaya happened to be in the kitchen and she was like, that's ours. And I looked at her and I was like, huh? She's like, that's our apple juice. I thought it was Xavier's. And I was like, it is. It is. <laughs> my, my eye opened bright. And I'm like, it is his. And she like, <laughs> she's like, no, I can tell by your face. I was like, it's his. <laughs> I was so excited to get a glass of apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I thought to myself you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna start writing his name on stuff that I want <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's just the little things <laughs> oh I I can I can relate to that I, I can definitely I'm not um I'm not usually a person that uh like guards my my food or anything like that but um since the quarantine you know I can't just go right out and get something right. once we're out of it and um I you know you and I have talked a little bit about um I told you that I had lost some weight and that I was you know I was eating better and I was doing better but I still like my junk food sometimes like I'm still want to have you know a couple of sweet things in the house yeah. and I and one of my friends was like I don't know how you even you know, I don't know how you even do that because like, if it's in the house, I'm going to eat it. Like, that's how she, that's how she said. And yeah, um, my husband said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, yeah, my husband said the same thing. He's like, you know, if you don't bring it into the house, then I'm good. But once you bring it in here, I, I mean, I'm going to eat it. Fair and, um, 
<laughs> and so <laughs> I feel like you're about to be on his side here. <laughs> 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 so the other day um i i bought these like cookie dough bites they're like the frozen like ben and jerry's cookie uh-huh. dough bites and um i was like you know what these look like they'd be so good and there's not that many in there but because i'm i'm good at at i just want a couple and i'll put it away like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take it over to the couch and sit down with it i'm gonna grab a few while i stand here and then when i'm when i don't want to stand up anymore well then it has to be put away like that's that's what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. so um he comes over and you know has a couple and that's fine and then the other day uh, i was like oh yeah those cookie dough bites you know i go for some of those that bag that bag was almost empty and i had just been to the store <laughs> now was there any anything on my list we have a, a like an interactive grocery list where we can add stuff and each of us can see it. and he knows i go to the store once a week get everything that we need and and obviously i'm not going again unless we absolutely have to have it but was there anything on that list telling me to get some more of those cookie dough bites or a text message that said hey by the way last night i ate up your whole stash yeah. almost you know <laughs> i was so hot i was like you know what if you eat those if you finish that off i get up in the morning and those are gone i'm gonna cut you (laughs) (laughs) see you gotta start putting tags on it like it's your dad's stuff so then he won't eat it but yeah this is strategize (laughs) oh my god i was just like how do you do that he's like why didn't eat that many okay but you ate enough that there's only like 10 of them left in the bag and here i was thinking i had a bag to last me another week or two and you you better not eat them and he he was family members are savages and i will buy him his own bag of stuff but then he's like well i don't need it i don't need my own bag well obviously you do (laughs) (laughs) well my bag determines that's a lie (laughs) (laughs) that's right maury (laughs) that's funny i just had to share that because i thought oh my god if she thinks it's his she won't touch it i'm in there <laughs> don't care about mom care about brother okay everything's A's. <laughs> as long as i know the game we're playing i'm in right right i'm all <laughs> yeah she's like mom, don't, don't i don't want to come to the refrigerator and you have post-it notes over everything i was like oh you know i'm going there you know i'm going right there <laughs> yeah I don't I don't even blame you. Like I won't usually eat the last of anything that is anybody else's and you know, unless they've told me like it it's okay. I just don't I don't want to do that to somebody. You know, I don't want to take their last of anything. Right. So Okay. But, all right. Well, we uh we were kind of just gonna talk about why um who we decided to share this podcast with and and why like why it's it's so i mean we could have been all over social media we could have been sending this out you know to everybody like hey give it a listen give it a listen and we just didn't we just kind of sat on it and i i mean honestly even even the little amount that we've shared of it i'm surprised with how many people we do have listening to yeah right right <laughs> So uh, what was what was your reasoning for not, you know, running out and telling people like, hey, I have this podcast and I, I'd love it if you give it a listen or a like. I just 
like I wanted to be a part of this because I wanted to be a part of the experience and share, but I didn't, didn't necessarily know if I wanted to share that much. And that's just because, and so it's like, here's the thing. I could share it with strangers all day long, but Mm -hmm. sharing it with my friends and family to me was different. And maybe that's has to do with the stage I am in my life. Um, You know how you just, sometimes you just want to keep things for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you just want to keep things for yourself and you know, here I am going into year 42. And I'm not saying that everybody is like this. So don't take it in a negative aspect, because that's not where I'm going. But most people are not genuinely as happy for whatever you got going on as you are for yourself, right? And so Mm -hmm. where I'm at, if I I had never done a podcast before, super excited to do it, but I wasn't excited to do it for anybody else except for me and you, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't need anybody's approval and I didn't want to have to, for lack of a better word, censor what I was saying or censor my thoughts because of who the listening audience was. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that totally does. Um, I I completely uh completely relate to that because I in the same way I, I I'm I'm surprised that I know somebody else that is like that because it seems that most of my friends are not that way and they just don't they just don't censor themselves in any way or hide who they are and and I shouldn't I hate to say hide because I don't want anybody to think that you know. Um, being uh, disingenuous or anything like that but um there are some people that maybe i don't want to share as much with and i've lived and learned with having facebook and having people that i worked with you know on that facebook page and then coming into work and having those people say hey i saw what you posted yesterday and then wanting to have a conversation about it and my thought would be like okay wait now i posted that on my personal page and i know you're on there and that's fine and you can comment but maybe I don't want to bring that into work. Maybe I don't want everybody here, people that are not my quote unquote friends on Facebook. They don't want everybody knowing all my business. And I don't want to share my personal opinions with everybody here when I'm trying to be professional and do a job. Right, right. So that that was part of why I was cautious with who I shared it with. Um, and it, I feel like people could say, well, then you shouldn't have put that out there. Like if you didn't want people talking about it, then you should have kept your business to yourself. But that's my page to discuss what I want to discuss. And I shouldn't have to filter it. You know, maybe I need to remove some of the people that are on there. Maybe right. if they can't keep their mouths shut, which I did end up having to do. But then people get all, you know, butthurt about that. Why did you remove me from your final seat? You know, I don't see you on there anymore. Well, you couldn't keep your mouth shut. So... Right. And, you know, and I have a lot of people in my life that I function with and I don't want every time that I say something, you think that I'm speaking, you know, I'm speaking, was that about me? Oh, you said that. Were you talking about me? Like, no, no, (laughs) no, you know what I mean? It's just that I don't know. I felt like I wanted this to be more private as as far as personal like I like I said I would share it with the entire world who's not in my world (laughs) does that make sense 
No, it, it does. It made me laugh the way you said it, but yeah, it, it totally, it does. It totally makes sense. Um, I, I feel the, the same way that I would, I would share it with so many people that, like you said, I could share with a stranger all day long because I don't know you. I don't have to interact with you. But, um, you know, even, even some of the things I say uh, that I think are good, like if I'm talking about, um, you know, sometimes, especially based on, let's say, a video that you sent me yesterday, my race is really, really shitty. <laughs> some days I'm really disappointed. But I would never go around saying, I hate white people or I hate being a white person. It's just that sometimes I'll see actions that for me bother me. That's just, that's a hot button issue just for me. And I feel like I get a lot of uh, uh, like pushback of, I don't know, people just think I, I hate being a white person sometimes because I'm just like, wow, all right, way to go, white people. Thanks for, <laughs> for making us look terrible. It's really because, and I'm telling you because I'm a black, african-american female who has friends of every single race that you could probably think of okay mm -hmm. it is few and far between that you find someone like you who is a hardcore advocate and it's it's like it's an it's might be intimidating to them or like i don't understand why you're so for this side when I feel like you should be you know closer to this side when you have somebody who is like sticking up for something that they're not to me I feel like that's one of the greatest gifts first of all because you don't really it's not like it's you it's not you it, it you are taking you are taking a part of yourself and selflessly putting yourself in someone else's shoes in someone else's life in someone else else's situation and you're showing extreme empathy and sympathy so and then and, and to want to stand up and say you know i don't give a fuck if these people are white and they're just being trash i don't give a fuck if these people are black they're just trash like i'm standing up for what's right you know regardless of if i'm white and it's always white people or i'm black and it's always black people so i think that's maybe why you're you know people who know you kind of like that because you're not the norm the people who ride the fence are the norm so i have friends like you uh, i would say all together i would think Four, and that's including you who are just gone ho like I would take them to the if there was a, a, a million black people march I would take them with me literally I would take them with me because they would deserve to you know what I mean so mm -hmm. I think it's a little it is a little even for me like you are way more I feel like you're almost way more about it than I am <laughs> <laughs> you send me stuff all the time all the time and like can you believe this fucking <laughs> yeah my other friend um who lives here Georgia she's like that you know so I just think that it's not really normal for you to find people who feel so strong and not do they just feel it but they act on it and they speak on it you know so um that's why your friend might be like, oh, she don't fucking, she fucking hates us. It's not, you know, you just feel really strong and passionate about, you know, what's right and wrong. You know what? 
bothers me about that too is that I I have specifically I'm thinking of one friend and I hate that I think this but when I see that that person posts stuff like that you know things that I would usually get behind I instantly think you just want attention you don't actually care and and that's horrible of me to think that way I, I hate that I think that way but it worries me that people would think that of me you know that they would be like you know what, you don't know, like, you've never been through this, you don't understand this, how do you get off trying to be an advocate for something you don't know anything about, you know, and, and I mean, I know we've talked about it, and we've talked about our different experiences, and the things we know, and the things that we've seen, but I, I constantly worry that people would, would think I just am looking for something to jump on, you know, and train to get behind, oh, you know what, this looks like fun, let me get behind this. Sure, some people do think that way, but I feel like when you're an advocate for somebody, it goes more than just you knowing what they're going through. I just feel like it's because you care. It, It comes from the heart. When you, when you are advocating for something or somebody, it's because you care, not necessarily because you've been through it. Well, you know what? That's true. That's that's actually a really good way uh, to look at it. I'm glad that you you know that you said that because that that'll make me stop to think twice, especially when I see that particular person's post and I'm like, Ugh, get off! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but yeah, like back, back to sharing in the podcast. I just um, I wanted to go through this journey and be honest. And when we're having conversations, I wanted to be able to speak my honest opinions um, and give honest stories. And sometimes when you have people who are close to you, you might, maybe you wouldn't say the things that you would say if they, if you knew they weren't listening. I didn't want that. I didn't want, I felt like that would have been a barrier. Yeah, that, no, that's completely, that's completely true. And I'm, I'm exactly the same way there. Like you were talking about how there were some people that would say, you know, aren't you going to give me that link? Like, aren't you going to tell me the name of your podcast? No, hell no, I'm not. And I, yeah, you know that. Okay. So the people, of course, my husband listens. Um, I guess my kids do sometimes, but, um, outside of them, my friends that have, have the links or, you know, that listen, they're not friends that I like, they're not close to me. I mean, they are, but they aren't, you know? And so, Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had talked about the podcast and here's the thing I had said, you know, this about the podcast, that about the podcast. No one had ever said to me that I didn't want. Nobody ever said to me, um, where is it? What's the link? So, you know, where are you at? Until <laughs> I said something one day in front of Dylan's sister, my sister-in-law, and she was like, where's the link? Where? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and not for any other reason except for she's really really close to me and I didn't want anybody close to me to have it like that at all and uh I I I didn't know what to do at it and I gave her the link you know and I explained to her after the fact like you know I really didn't want anybody to have this that was close to me even you um but yeah so here we are um you don't really have to listen to it if you don't want but uh yeah so i i do the same thing i have um like i have two separate facebook pages like one for family members and one for um 
<laughs> one for uh well i have i have some family members on my my main facebook page but they're the ones that i feel like could handle <laughs> the things right. that i say <laughs> right um and then you know the other one and it's I, I feel like um i always feel like when i say that you know you you might think well gosh you know she's being so like she's being so fake you know on her on her family facebook page is she posting pictures of like roses and talking about how you know she reads the bible every night like no (laughs) um it's just a little bit less uh in your face you know like say on my family facebook page i um i'm certainly not going to uh pretend to be something i'm not but maybe i'm not going to post about uh you know something that I'm really angry about. Like maybe I don't need to share that or I don't want to have that type of a discussion with people who have such a different view and have such a different, um, we're born in a different era than me. And, and not that that always matters, but usually, at least in my family, they were born in a different era. They were brought up in a different way and they just don't see things the way that I see things. So I don't want to have a debate. I don't want to have a discussion. So I'll keep you on there. I'd love to see your life and how it's going. And I'll post updates every now and then or put up pictures of my dogs or my, you know, my dad and I or my uh, my husband and I things like that but that's really all you need to see you know we don't know each other like that you don't need to know these kinds of things and I don't you know I don't need to share them all the time but for people that I'm close to in my family and that actually know who I am <laughs> they're on either both pages or just the the main page that right I, I think it comes down to privacy and peace because for me privacy is important and peace is even more important and if I know that there, I could, there goes my slogan again. If I could be proactive about a situ- situation instead of being reactive, like waiting for it to unfold, then I just feel like you said, there's certain people who are involved in certain parts of my life. And then there's other people who are not, you know? And I do that just because, like, you're obviously in my life, so we're on the same team, but you've got a certain position and you have to stay there. And I know what position you're in. So if you're in one position, why would I send you to another position or give you access to another position? It has nothing to do with your position. You just need to stay right there. Just stay right there. And we keep everything peaceful. And it makes sense to me in my mind. You know, that's, that's so smart. Like I, sometimes I love the way that, uh, that you word things that I don't think to word them that way, but that, that is absolutely what I think as well, as far as, uh, you know, there's just certain people that have a, a certain spot in my life and certain people that have a different spot in my life. So it just works out that way. Oh, it you, just keeps everybody you don't happy. You baker to fry yeah. chicken, do you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no you keep the fucking bakery and baker in the baking and he bakes and then you know you got your personal fried chicken so you know and there's just some people like I have a, a friend that I met when I moved here she's like an older friend of mine because she's like my mom's age but her daughter is um right around the same age as Kaya and they kind of you know played and hung out and stuff and I love her she is so sweet and so genuine, and so caring, I mean, just probably one of the most sweetest people I've ever met in my entire life, but she is really religious, she's really conservative, 
she's really you know so the at that she knows is not the same one that you know you know what i mean where i might bust out in a rap song or i might you know uh, start talking in different accents or something with you i I, i'm just totally straight laced with her i i keep it on a very minimal level to the the depth of the things that we get into um i just don't i don't really share that much with her i kind of like we we are good friends and we link like you know she has something she wants to talk about i talk about stuff i want to talk about but the content of the things that we talk about are totally different than my other friends that I'm also close to it's just totally different but yet they're just both still great great people and we both have a great connection but they don't know the same person yeah that no that's that's totally true I remember being in in school and if you were that kind of person who had a bunch of different friends from different like type of backgrounds and you didn't quite act the same around each friend, you were fake, you know, you were a poser, you were putting on. Yeah, I and I just remember way. being like, I was one of those people who used to think that way. Did you see? And I always, like I've said before, I always had friends that none of my friends are friends with each other. And so I had to be that way, you know, with this friend, I might I mean, and I never felt like I wasn't genuine or wasn't myself, but I, maybe I don't say something in front of this person, you know, like even now to this day, I will sometimes, you know, if I think if I'm really mad or even if I'm laughing at something, sometimes I'll throw out goddamn. But when I'm around people that that really offends them, I try really hard never right. to say that because I don't have to right. say it. Right. You know? No, I used to be in that mind frame who thought that, but I think that's very narrow-minded to think that way and I had to grow as a person before I could understand that that's not the truth it's not necessarily that you're fake it's just the fact that like you said if I know something bothers you or if I know that it's a trigger for you or maybe I might say something that might get us to arguing why would I do that why would I do that why don't I save whatever that is for the person who likes that that stuff you know what I mean like I'll just I'll just save it for that person and we'll enjoy you know we'll link up on that stuff and you know with you I just you know I'll be something else and we link up on something else so it's not necessarily like oh I'm fake with you it's the fact that I've learned you well enough to know your likes and dislikes and I care about you enough for my actions to follow that yeah that's true that's absolutely it's absolutely true and I think it's respectful you know for the person that you're that you're with to okay you know maybe I don't say something that might offend you even though I might think it's funny I can save that for later like for instance like I I will use sometimes and I I really try not to use this word a lot because I am very conscious of it but I will say you know what I'm not going to say that because that might just throw something out but let me use another analogy um uh let's say i might be like with you okay let's let let's say i'm talking to i'm talking to you and i'm talking we're talking about our husband we're talking about rick i'm talking about dylan i'm telling you about something that that really pissed me off or whatever and i'll be, I'll, I'll 
up, beat that motherfucker's ass. You know, and I'm I'm venting to you, but that the words that I'm saying, right? But if you were one of my friends who maybe have been in a domestic violence or something, would I say would I say that? Would I say I'll beat that motherfucker's ass? Probably wouldn't say that to you because it's kind of a little touchy. So I'd be like, you know what? That's some shit in his fucking food or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I would change my choice of words because me saying that I'm going to fuck him up and hit him might be a trigger if you getting your ass beat every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it's not funny. It was just the way you said it made me laugh. It was. <laughs> just, oh, just that might be a trigger if you well, get your ass yeah, beat every day. <laughs> honestly, like, really? So. <laughs> here's here's one totally um on another spectrum i have friends who are overweight don't give a shit about fitness don't give a shit about food or anything do i get on the phone and talk to them like i talk to you about recipes and how i'm, we're try- I'm trying to find a mo- more homeopathic life and and eat cleaner do i get up no but when i get on on the phone and talk to them i might talk about them how girl remember how you introduced me to them doritos and that french onion dip i fucked that shit up last night you know? <laughs> So we just link up on things. I'm not going to talk about hell shit because they don't give a shit. And I know they don't, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, and I'm telling one of my friends did tell me about um, regular, regular nacho Doritos and French onion dip. That shit is the bomb together. Who would have ever thought you mixed those two? Like, so she told me, I'm like, that sounds fucking nasty. She was like, try it. And I'm all, I'm down to try anything. I tried that almost half the damn bag. I could, holy hell, it was so good. It was. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to sell that to, uh, to Rick because he loves him some Doritos and, uh, I, I don't I don't care for Doritos. Now I can eat them. Like I I'd be willing to give that a go. Uh but I don't really like Doritos and I don't really like French onion that much. Um but again, if somebody put it in front of me, yeah, I'd try it. I mean it sounds it was, like it's uh, it good. one of those things that are oddly good. Like you're expecting it to be nasty. You put it in your mouth and you're like, hmm, wait a minute. Oh, okay. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that that's exactly right. Oh, shock yeah. to the system. Yeah. A good one, though. Some combinations sound crazy, but they're good. So, you know, so like exactly what I said. I, I talked to you about health stuff and we exchanged recipes and, you know, things we tried and liked and blah, 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 blah. But like, we don't really talk about junk food binges because that's not where we really link at. We link up on the healthier side, you know? So. No, that that's true and my um my mine could be as far as uh like dogs you know like i'm not gonna sit and talk to everybody about my uh my dogs right. and what they uh you know what they mean to me or the things that they do you know unless i feel like somebody might be interested but oftentimes people are gonna be like uh yeah dogs are not kids i don't care what you say you're you know you're ridiculous and then i'd have to write that person <laughs> out of my life <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say for anybody who feels like that about people who have animals, I am a person who did not grow up with animals my entire life. I am allergic to animals. I love them dearly. I would love to have a dog if I had my animal of choice. 
Um, but I listen to the stories that Stacy tells me about her dogs. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to hear whatever she has to say. I feel like just because it's a dog doesn't mean her stories mean any less. Like, I want to hear what's... She tells me stories, and it's like, it literally is like she's talking about children. Like, and, and it seems like that she has... She, she's in the... Um, Right now, she's got, like, toddlers, and I got teenagers, so I'm like, damn, your days are hard. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they're pretty. Stay open, stay open. (laughs) Like, the the days that I'm outside with them, and I'll I'll try to leave an audio for you that's just a, a minute long or something short, which I am terrible at. And then the next thing will happen, I'll be like, so this, ha- wait, hold on. Hey, stop it. I'm over here yelling at him like a parent. <laughs> yeah, one of my friend, my friends called me the other day. I'm like, oh God, my back's hurt. And I'm like, what happened? What'd you do? Talking about her dog was out in the yard. And then, no, not, not her dog. It was her brother's dog was out in, they were at her parents' house. And her parents have a dog. And her brother was there and he brought his dog. Well, something happened. They still don't know till this day what happened between the two dogs, but they just like, you know, went at it. And so she said, <laughs> she said that when they went at it, that she just, she said she had a drink. She said she put down the drink and she just spread it across the yard and just dove like, you know, quarterback tackled the dog to like get him apart. And I was like, I'm, I'm picturing this in my mind. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh whoa (laughs) y'all y'all pet owners are are for real for real you understand y'all are for real (laughs) we are hardcore y'all are like (laughs) y'all don't play (laughs) i like to have y'all on the side you know you know you know what i thought you what i thought you were gonna say and it made me it made me remember um that one time i uh I, this was before we, we lived in a actually lived in a trailer and we didn't have a, a fence in our yard. And um, I, uh, I went to let I, I have a dog. She's older and she used to be my only dog. And when she was even now, she's still a hellion. But when she was younger, she was just the most difficult dog ever. And um, I had her outside and I was what I used to do was like early in the morning. If I had to let her outside, I would stand on the, the back porch and it was like four steps. You know, it's just let I me mean, you know, picture a trailer. It's like a tiny little thing. And I, so I'm standing on the back porch and I'm, it, I don't know what time it was early in the morning. I'm tired. I don't feel like being out there, but she's got to go. So I, um, I, uh, had the leash, you know, those leashes that are like retractable. I had it all the way out. She's just walking around the yard and I'm waiting for her to go. And the next thing I know I'm flying off the porch, arm extended oh like Superman oh and hit the ground and slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know what though i never let go of that leash the dog would not get away <laughs> oh it it was it was awful like it was uh i mean when i hit the ground like i said she kept going for a moment until i guess you know over 100 pounds finally slowed her down but whatever she wanted she did not care that i had <laughs> That's one of the funniest things when I see uh, dogs who, like, there's a girl in this neighborhood, she couldn't be but a buck, you know, that means a hundred pounds. She couldn't be I know what it is. Just for anybody else. 
She's so, she's really tall, really slender, uh, like teenage girl. And her dog is just, I mean, like a big ass fucking bear. And he just pulls her, he pulls her all over the neighborhood. Anytime I get a chance to glance at it, I just, I am so thankful for that part of the day. It's so funny to watch. You know, she'll might be, let's say she might be walking and, and looking at her phone and next thing you know, she yanked and then she has to run like, (laughs) (laughs) so funny, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's good. Um, I don't. I uh, I would keep. Um, if if my if my mom was still alive, I definitely would not have been telling her. I thought about this a lot. I would definitely have not shared with her that we did a podcast at all. I don't think. And if anybody did share it with her, I I would have to put her off of being able to listen to it. And if it came to a point where I couldn't get her, you know, to not be able to listen to it, and she did, I swear I would have stopped. I would just stop. I would have been like, we can't do this anymore, or we got to find a new, you know, a new place to do it. I, I can't. And I know I, my mom it. was mad at me for how long? Not mad, like, you know, like mad, mad, but like didn't speak to me for like at least a couple of weeks, just kind of butthurt. Cause I, I did tell her when she was like, you know, so what's the name of the podcast? And I'm like, I don't know. She was like, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. She was like, oh, so you're not going to give it to me? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. She was like, why? And I was like, you know why? Like, <laughs> I don't have to explain it. You know why. <laughs> oh, God. Is, is it, I mean, is it just because she would, like, ruin it for you? That's why I would have been for my mom. My mom would have ruined it for me. She wouldn't mention it. She absolutely would have. My mom is just very judgmental and opinionated person and we i mean i would have to say if i had to put her in a category she is definitely in the conservative category i am so far from that and everything in my life has been that way like i'm the black sheep i'm the one who does everything that nobody thinks i should do i did the tattoos the piercings the you know i'm that i'm that chick of the family and so i told my mom like you wanting access to this podcast is like you asking to get your feelings hurt. And I don't want that. I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to, I want to be uh, genuine and authentic, authentic when we are doing it. So I'm not going to like bubble, you know, I'm just, I, I just told her no. And she was just, it was like a banter back and forth, back and forth, back and forth till finally she dropped it. And she was like, it, whatever, you don't want anybody to hear. It? Well, good. Okay. That's great. That's all I wanted to begin with. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Yep, it, it would have it would have been the same way. My my mom would have again, like you said, she'd have gotten hurt by it that I wouldn't share it. Why wouldn't I? You know, she just wants to support me. That's what she'd tell me. But if if she got to hear it, there would have been no support, or it just would have been. I, I I don't. She was judgmental, but I don't feel like that's really what would have gotten me. It's just that she would have wanted to discuss things, or I wouldn't have been able to say stuff. Uh, that I wanted to say um, because I would have feared. Yeah. One of the main things that my mother does that we have 
bumped heads on the entire time that we of our relationship is that I could just picture her having access and listening and telling me that that didn't happen. I can't, I don't want to hear that. You're mm-hmm. not going to write my story for me. I know what happened to me. Maybe you have another side and, you know, start your own podcast, but don't tell me that that's not what happened to me. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It would have been the exact same uh, for me. Her, her side was very, very jaded. And I remember, um, you know, anytime I would think, gosh, you know, I should ask her about, you know, something from my childhood, because my childhood's a little, uh, I, I don't know, a little um, difficult to remember, just because I was, you know, sick, and I was on a lot of medicine. And I'd, sometimes I just can't quite remember pieces of it that I want to know. And I remember I used to ask her and her story would either change or be whatever was convenient. Like I would say, Hey, did, did this happen this way or that way? And before I could even get the sentence out, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, she mm-hmm. just, yeah, that's, that's it. That's what happened before I would even finish saying what I would say. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not actually listening. That's what's how I well, got another it. Another thing that I've learned and I acknowledge is that when that, that they have a saying that says there's three parts to every story, there's your version, there's my version, and then there's your truth. It's because we don't see, we as human beings, we don't see everything the same. So we could be at the exact same situation and scenario and you go back and tell Rick the story and I go tell Dylan the story and our stories, although similar are not going to be the same. And that's just because we don't see things the same way. And it took me a long time to get that, you know, that didn't register in my mind. Like that motherfucker's lying. Why? You know, no, not really. Not that they were lying, but they told the story in the way that they saw it. You know, so your story is Mm -hmm. not my story and vice versa. So I don't feel like because of that fact, because we are humanly different in the way that we see things, I don't think it's fair for you to chime in on something that I'm saying, you know, because you didn't see it that way. Well, tell your story. Right. No, that that's completely that's completely true. And that, you know, that's been done um, in movies, too, you know, where you're watching a movie and they'll tell it from different perspectives. And I'm always amazed to see them do something like that. I'm like, how do they even, you know, think that way? Like, how do you even wrap your head around it? like that but I'm, I'm always amazed don't you do you do realize it. that you know with with your friends and your family do you realize that you guys can be at the same place at the same time and go through a situation but your story can be different than the person who is with you oh yeah yeah absolutely and it's very frustrating when other people don't don't see it that way but I think I'm um I'm a little more uh well I I know what I should say is I am I trying to say it right um I always feel like I try to see both sides of every situation and I don't feel like everybody I know does that so it becomes very frustrating when someone wants me to be on their side about something and I'm like okay well maybe you know such and such did this this way because they were feeling you know this way like I, I always it helps me that's just what makes me feel better and me be able to handle a situation is if I can try to see somebody else's side but so many other people that I hang around don't want to do that. They just want me to blindly say, Hey, I get it. I'm mm-hmm. on your side. Cause we're friends. Right, right. And that frustrates yeah. me. <laughs> so I feel like the same goes with when, like you said, when you're telling a story, you know, about something um, that 
people are just like, well, no, you know, I was there. I know how it went down. I don't need you to show me another side. And this is my side. My side. Books right. and movies so. are totally different because the person who wrote that book is not normally the person who's directing and producing that movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's similar, yep, it's- but it's different, right? Yeah. That that mm-hmm. that was a, a great life le- lesson that I learned when when that finally did hit late, always late, but still <laughs> it still came. <laughs> Sometimes we just you just have to have the perfect storm in order for something like that to just you click. Know, I, I mean, think. this is kind of off t- subject, but not. I found this letter that I wrote somebody. And it was about 2008 or nine, something like that. I'm reading this letter and I, Stacy, I lie to you not. I felt like I didn't, there's no way I could have wrote this. The, this letter was so rude and crude and, and bitchy and, hurtful like i'm talking about my side i'm talking about the things that i wrote because it was it was like uh emailing back and forth you know and i'm reading everything mm-hmm. that i wrote and i'm like damn you're a fucking mean asshole like you like i couldn't imagine writing that letter to the same person the person still in my life i could not imagine writing those words to that person or any other person for that matter like i i I just look back and i'm like damn you know like i have come a long way because my tongue you you know i've told you several times i get pissed or hurt my tongue can be a weapon i've come a long way with holding it and saying actually how i feel i've come a long long way i used to just have no no filter whatsoever and i'm talking about didn't care if i hurt anybody or whatever obviously because that letter i'm gonna tell you it it was very embarrassing to me you know what you saying that i had i I don't i think i told you (laughs) that several well months at this point ago I went over to a friend's house and we had shoe boxes full of letters that we had written way back in high school. And I, um, we started reading them back and forth. And I was like, damn, like the two things that hit me were one, I was okay. Now, first off, she did me really wrong, but the letters that I wrote back to her, I was like, oh, Lord, yeah. that was hateful. <laughs> and then the, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> And the and the fact that I would write these poems and I didn't really think I'd become as, as dark as I have until I hit my like thirties. I'm I was wrong. Like stuff I would write when I was like sixteen, I was like, oh, Lord, they should have locked me away. <laughs> Isn't that funny how you could step you've grown from that person so you could step outside of what you used to be and look back at the person that you used to be and it's like, whoa, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I I like to always think that I've I've had some kind of um, uh, you know, consideration for other people. But then sometimes you know you read the stuff and you're like, oh 
man, I did not step outside of my yeah, zone to I see anybody but me. I went back home one time and we were like downtown at the bars just chilling and drinking. And I saw this girl that I went to school with. I'm like, hey, how you doing? She gave me side eye and everything. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, you want to speak to me? I'm okay. I graduated in 19 fucking 96. Okay. We are well beyond like, we are like, this probably would have been. I mean, I've had Kyle. This is well past 2006. Okay. So, and I'm like, (laughs) I was like, what? And she was like, you hated me in school. And I was like, I don't remember hating you. And she was like, well, you did. And it was all because of, she named this guy. She was like, this guy, and you always wanted to fight me. And I was like, you know, that was a really bad time in my life. I was like, I apologize. If I wanted to fight you over that. Sorry, motherfucker. Let's have a toast that he's sorry. And she's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, all right. And I just went on. Cause I'm thinking you hang hanging on to that shit. But why would somebody think that I felt the same way I did about you in high, like your children in high school? Well, okay. Now I'm not saying you were a bully because you don't remember this, but let's say that in this scenario, you are the bully. If a bully, somebody that had bullied me, that had tortured me in high school, suddenly wanted to be... <laughs> suddenly wanted to be no, nice she to was me. like she was a whore <laughs> she was trying to fuck with my boyfriend when we were in school and, and she knew that he was my boyfriend but she didn't give a shit so i don't remember ever trying to fight her but i'm sure i did have some choice words she was a whore but do i do i think you're still a whore because you were a whore in high school that's a little unfair right no, that is, that is, but I, I guess I'm kind of confused why you would even bother to say hello. Like, I'm not saying you should have been rude. Because I'm grown and I don't give a fuck. Like, it's like, you know, hey, how you doing? Like, I don't, I'm so far past all of that, that if I see you and I know you, like, hey, how you doing? I, not like I want to join in clubs with you or we go sit down and have uh, daily meetings. I'm just saying hi, because I see you at a bar. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that, okay, that, that is different. Yes. If somebody that had bullied me in high school said, help, like, just said, hello, I would say hi back. Now, I would probably not say, I would be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, I just would be confused as to why they would even bother to speak to me. But, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't continue. Like, I wouldn't continue the yeah, conversation. Like, oh, you going to speak to me now. What? You know, I wouldn't. You know, <laughs> I mean, the way that she put me in a category, like, I was a bitch in that situation, so I'm a bitch for life. Like, I didn't put you in a whore category. But you know what I mean? Even, she still looked like a whore, just saying. <laughs> I'll just call it how it is. But you know what I mean? Walked away from the situation, like, <laughs> laughing, like, you still hold on to that shit. I can't believe how long people hold on to shit. Like, let it go, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if, if something, and again, not not in this particular scenario, but if something traumatized someone so much, I can understand why they would hold. Like, if I saw, if I saw the girl that slapped me across the face in high school again, I'd probably, be, I'd probably give her a wide Who did that? Like, maybe, why? Tell me. Yeah. Oh, this this girl named this girl named Tasha. I can't remember her last. Not that I need to say her last name, but I can't remember it. But I knew her name was Tasha. Um, she. I, 
she would just she hated me there was no reason and I, I know that that's like what every person that's bullied says but legit there was no reason this girl just did not like me I was really quiet I was so nerdy I mean I had like the huge coke bottle glasses and I was just really quiet I was really easy to be picked on and for whatever reason she just decided I was the one she was going to pick at all the time so her and her friends would sit behind me we had a chorus class together we had math class together and I think an English class together and she, anytime she could, she'd just get behind me and just pick at me, you know, just say little things under her breath, make fun of my hair, my glasses, my, anything at all. And now I never said anything back, which obviously was where I went wrong. But let me tell you what happened the one day I did. The one day I did, I had called my dad and said, please come pick me up early. I just want to go home. Like I... I, I just, I got bullied a lot in school. I hate to say that because I feel like it just makes me sound so beast. Like, people were so mean to me. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to go home. It was the last class of the day. And I asked him if he would please come and get me early. And he did. And so when the teacher or the, the announcer came over and asked, you know, for me to come to the office so he could take me home. The girl, I remember her exact words were, girl, you leave early all the time. Where you go? Where'd that was go? exactly what she said to me. <laughs> and I said, just leave me alone. That's all I said. Just leave me alone. But, ooh, I spoke back and she was going to get me. Well, she didn't come to school. Then we had, it was the weekend. So I had, then when I came out of school on Monday, you don't know how many people came up to me. People had never spoken a word to me and said, Girl, you wait. Oh, Tasha's shit. not here today, and she's gonna whoop your ass. And I was like, for what? Like, I didn't even think about, you know, that I had said or done anything. I completely forgotten about even speaking back to her. And she, um, they were like, "Oh, you talk back to her." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, and I really wasn't that worried about it. Like, it's not like I went to the principal or the, you know, guidance counselor or anything. And like, oh my god, this girl's threatening me. Like, I just didn't even think anything would really come of it. And the first day I saw her was that Tuesday. She came up to me in chorus class, got right in my face. She was very big girl. And I remember all I could see was her boobs because I was sitting down and she just got right, right up on me and said, girl, you told me leave you alone. And then she slapped what? the that shit out of me. <laughs> and what is the fucking reaction? I mean, she- she hit me so hard that my oh glasses my bent across Aww. my nose. Like I didn't like, I didn't move my face. Like I wouldn't, it was so weird. The, the tiny little things that I would do, which would have, I would have felt better. Like if I had let my face move when she hit me, then it would have hurt my face much less. But to me, it was right. like, I would have been given in, Aww. you know, <laughs> I moved my face. So I jumped up and balled my fists up. Like I was going to do, I was not going to do anything to this girl. She was so huge. She could have beat me down in a second. And I screamed at her to get the hell off of me. And she backed up a few feet because obviously, you know, I screamed. So that scared her, but then I didn't move. Like I wasn't going to attack her or go after her. And my reasonings were one. Yeah. She could whoop the shit out of me. And two in my school, if, I hate to say this because I just, I hate it. But in my school, if you went after a girl that was black and you were white, you were racist. And everybody that was her friend that was a black girl was going to beat you down. And I saw it happen more than once. You just, you did not retaliate. You did not. So 
even screaming at her, I was scared. Like her friends were going to come and just kick the shit out of me. Like I was scared for weeks after that. Um, but not, nothing. I mean, she got suspended um, for a couple of days. They asked me if I wanted to go home and I refused, you know, cause I didn't want people to see me go home and uh, you know, see that happen. And um, you know, I just put my glasses back on, bent them back into place Aww. as best I could and went back into class and just, you know, but I did see her. Um, I saw her. She was uh, scanning my groceries one day at the grocery store, like probably 10 years after high school. And she actually I, I didn't want to go through her line, but it was the only line open. I feel like I've told this story before. Maybe it was to somebody else. But um, I went through her line and she uh, she actually had the nerve to say to me, oh, hey, girl, aren't, aren't you the one I slapped in the face? Mm-hmm. And I said, yep, that was me. And then she just laughed and I paid her and I left. Like, I should have gone up and, you know, compl- I mean, I could have gone to the manager and complained, gotten her fired. But I just was like, this girl's never going to stop being this bully. Like, she just scanned my groceries and still had the nerve to, right. you know, to be this shitty to me. So um, she was gone after that. I don't know if she got fired or quit or whatever, but um I haven't seen her. I've never seen her since then. So like my experience with people that have bullied is that they don't grow up, you know, and they don't, but had I gone through that line and she not spoken a word, like had, even if I thought she didn't recognize me or had I gone through that line and she had said, how you doing today? Like it, I would have been, I would have felt better. Like I would have been like, I'm good. How you doing? You know? And it would have been, it would have been fine. I, I would have appreciated right, that right? she wasn't a shithead to um. me. You know what I got to say about that? Come get so. some now, Tasha. <laughs> oh no, I'm pretty sure she just still whooped my ass. And she's no, a big now. You back up now, now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I can outrun her. That's for damn sure. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um you know i know we should probably end this but i wanted to ask you did you get my um did you get my message about what your dream meant is it a voice sometimes i sometimes i i miss voice clips i don't know how that happens i guess i'm just too whatever i don't know i i I think you miss them the same way. Well, and tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I think you miss them the same way Monica will miss them from me. If I send yeah. too many like pictures or texts after, yeah, I get distracted. Like, she won't like, scroll up. I yeah. think with last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she does the same thing. So I was I was so curious to know if you thought that my um my dream interpretation check that was out. Uh, was accurate. <laughs> Okay. I'll um I'll go find it. I'll I'll resend it to you. So that way you don't have to scroll through them because okay, I, cool. I think I know where it is. It was in the morning. So but all right. Well, I feel like we can uh, we could end on that. We we digressed like we usually yeah, do, yeah. but it was a good fun filled okay, episode. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>